good evening, Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. And tonight, we have our first ever episode of Shakita Speaks. And um, Shakita will be joining us, joining the show, doing her own show every other Wednesday. Um, tonight's show, she's going to talk about an aspect of relationships. Um, I find it very interesting. I don't know what it is. I've been doing it. I don't know. It's been a tricky sound lately, Chiquita. So uh, don't pay that no mind. <laughs> it's come. It's probably coming from the phone. It's some crazy feedback. I'm trying to figure it out. I couldn't figure it out. But anyway, Chiquita is going to be speaking about an aspect of relationships that um a lot of us try to avoid and uh, uh, and don't want to address all the time. And um, uh, take it away, Chiquita. Hi everybody. So I um especially within a group, I've been seeing, um, we've been having quite a few conversations that all uh, stem from holding down the wrong man. And I say the wrong man because we, the women in the group, um, are the ones who are doing the most um, talking. We're the most transparent. We comment the most on posts. And um, we were all, I think it might have been something you posted. When we were all discussing, um, you know, holding down the wrong man and being there for him. Um, and they forget you and leave you, you know, in the dust. And, um, you know, I was thinking about how all of that affects all of us. Um, it, it even makes, um, you know, the, the quote unquote good man bitter because this good man feels like, you know, I've done you know, I've provided, I've shown my woman that I can provide, I've done all these things for her, or I've been a good boyfriend, um, and I've come on hard times, and she won't support me, she's not behind me, she doesn't stand behind me, um, you know, she doesn't pick up the slack or the bills when I'm, when I'm, you know, dealing, you know, with hard times, and I just feel like if we can stop holding down the wrong man, it would, it would make life easier for us, um, it'll make life easier for, um, you know, the quote unquote good man that's out there that's, you know, trying to struggle. And I think if we can understand and maybe have open dialogue on why and when we do, you know, so maybe the next time you come across a, a good person, a good guy, and he requires a little bit of help, a little bit of assistance, you'll be able to help him, you know, holding down men in jail for years and they get out and they're, they've disappeared. You know, or you could have been holding out somebody that deserves it. Maybe he got a few parking tickets or uh, speeding tickets and had to spend a week in jail and lost his job. And maybe he was irresponsible or maybe he wasn't. But sometimes people need you to help them and support them. So, you know, just wanted to kind of go over that and have that, have that conversation. Yeah, I just had to post. Let me see. I'm going to just read the post again. Just had a very interesting... It was, do you love him enough to wait until he becomes who he's supposed to be? But I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you. Do you think that um, she may see the potential? Absolutely. Like she, she, she's in love with the potential, but not in love with the product that's right in her face. Right. Absolutely. But I think people. I think people misinterpret. I think people don't know or understand what potential means, right? So somebody who has potential would be a you know, young man in high school playing basketball and he's phenomenal. 
he gets out into the street, he gets on the court late at night, and he's up all night long dribbling the basketball. The neighbors want him to go to sleep. He's in rain, sleet, hail, snow. He's outside bouncing, dribbling, practicing. That's potential. When other people come out and see him play, they're like, wow, he's amazing. He would be great in the NBA. That's potential. Haven't you seen greatness in someone who has not displayed any greatness in himself is not potential. Like you're like a fortune teller. Like you want to be like, you're like a psychic. <laughs> so do you, do you, 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 so, to, you, you try to <laughs> tell futures. And <laughs> So so why do you why do you think that's one of the issues that um plague you know our relationships is like you know you dealing with like like for example we know we know what a lot of the statistics say about relationships Absolutely. I mean we can't avoid them we could we could uh, they they are what they are um, mm -hmm. women women outdo men black women outdo their counterparts mm -hmm. why do you think that so many women put up with it for so long? <clears throat> you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's the nurturing spirit. I don't know if it's the nurturing spirit. I don't know if it's, um, you know, if it's uh, cultural, you know, a lot of, you know, despite what a lot of men <clears throat> and other women and other cultures may think, you know, black women love and adore black men. And a lot of us know how hard they have it. And we want to help them all the time. You know, like, again, we want to help the man who doesn't see greatness in himself. We want to speak life into them and help them. I mean, there are tons of men out here that are like, you know, I, I have all of this great potential and I can't find a woman to speak life into me. She's out here speaking life into bombs. <clears throat> you don't know what that man means to her and you don't know who that man is. You just see her struggling in that relationship and you think to yourself, well, why can't I have someone like her? Oh, because she's out here loving on the bombs. So, you know, you have all kinds of people looking at this person supporting and struggling with this, you know, this man that people believe doesn't have any potential. I believe everybody has some type of potential, but you have to know when to draw the line. And then when you, when you, you don't know when to draw the line, and they begin to be parasites and completely suck you dry and take everything from you. You're the first one that says, you know, I held this person down and this was the wrong person and they deserted me or left me or when they left me, then they got, you know, they got this job as a, you know, a police officer or they got this job as a longshoreman or they got this job, you know, as a manager. And now he's making all of this money. He's, he's off with somebody else. And he, and, and I helped him. I did that, you know? So it, it, it's, it makes you resentful when you're holding down the wrong person. And I, and I'm not going to say that this is always the case. Anybody uh, in the chat, anybody in the chat that has any questions regarding um, what Shakita's talking and mentioning, feel free to ask. Um, the engagement is important with having this discussion and, and trying to just come up with um, some results instead of us just uh, discussing it. One of, the, one of the things, Shakita, and I know we, we both seen the movie when we were younger, was Terry McMillan's movie, uh, Disappearing Acts. Mm. That that basically speaks to the premise of what you're talking about. Like she was invested in him, and 
he was off somewhere else. We know that we could say that um, it's cultural. Like you said, we could say it's cultural. We could say it's just systemic or whatever. But like, do, should do you think that it's a, at a certain point a man or a woman, if they do have that attraction to each other, they want to be together. If he can't do what he's supposed to do for her, you think he should tell her like, "Look, I can't, I can't do this because I can't take care of you the way you deserve to be taken care of." How should they go about it? How how would you think they should go about it? I, I believe that there are men out there that say that, and then I also and and we don't believe them. Like I've had men say, "I'm not good enough for you," and the first couple of men I didn't believe them. Because I was like, well, I like you. How could you How could you not be good enough for me? And then once I understood what that really meant, the next time I had a man say to me, I'm not, I'm not good enough for you. Um, you deserve better. I literally was like, yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> because when somebody looks you in your face and tells you that they're not good enough for you or you need to be with someone better, you got to believe them. And, and and don't think it's reverse psychology. Don't think that they're trying to, you know, butter you up, soften you up to stay with them. Get on a first thing smoking and go pleasantly and, and politely and gladly and be grateful that you got the nod to walk out and leave, right? But it, then and, you have and, other people who won't say that. And you not you need to make that decision for yourself. You 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 cannot speak life into someone who doesn't see the life in themselves. So how often, how long are you going to be with somebody trying to trying to cultivate cultivate them and make them what you want them to be and they they won't. It makes no sense. Mm -hmm. And I mean and, and you know, don't get me wrong, I'm no I'm no expert. I've just I'm so transparent that I've had these relationships and I communicate and I talk and I've had these conversations. So when I look back at it and I think to myself, you know, I've wasted that time or that relationship, you know, I, I look back at it and I think to myself, wow, you're not going to save myself so much time. And then to, to hear people complain and be miserable and say, you know, I did all of this for this person. I wasted my good years. I wasted my good body years, you know, trying to hold down this man. There are plenty of, and I'm not going to say plenty, but there are, if you would let him go, and we're talking about people who don't see potential in themselves, if you could move on from that and stop trying, stop trying to, you know, pick these projects where you're taking care of somebody and doing something for them, there are men out there that need support. There are men out there that are starting new businesses and want, would like to have a business partner. You know, have those discussions and conversations when you meet them. You know, it's like some people, some women would be like, I'm not looking for, you know, just somebody to sleep with. I'm looking for a business partner. I'm looking for somebody I can travel with. I'm looking for somebody that I can learn and, and learn things from. They're there. They're out there. But you have to make yourself open to that. You have to say those things when you first meet someone and stop wasting that type of time. If you meet somebody and you say that, you know, and they're like, oh, well, what kind of business are you looking for? Have those types of conversations and find out what kind of people are out there. You know, if, if you can put sex aside, I have better conversations when you're meeting people and when you realize that this person is not on your level and that's not a diss to them, right? Like somebody not being on your level is not a diss. It's not you thinking you're better than anybody. It's, it's the truth. If somebody is not on your level, regardless of where that level is, 
you are you're supposed to take care of yourself first. So if they're not on your level, leave. Keep, keep I, it moving. Everybody's I, not meant to be there. Everybody I know. I know a lot of times you uh, you know, because of your transparency, we discussed a lot of times, uh, on the record and off and off the record, where a lot of people may take um, your transparency, your forwardness, as men bashing. And mean, you know, you're mean, you're rough, whatever. I can care. I, you know, that's fine. Do you think? You think? You think that? Because I know we when we talked about. Uh, the show prior, we we were gonna we had a guest that was gonna come on. Do you think that the 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 statement of men bashing, or even if a guy is doing it, is because you don't want to lower your your expectation or standards of what you want? You have to understand that people who when you're when you're discussing what you deserve, that usually makes certain people very uncomfortable. Like how, and I and I often say this: How does how does I discussing what I deserve make you feel so small and so insignificant that you would then project your feelings on me and tell me that I'm bashing men? I haven't said anything about a man. Mm. I'm telling you what I deserve, and what I deserve is what I say, and what I feel, and what I know. Like that makes you uncomfortable. I'm not putting myself in a box or making myself smaller to make you feel comfortable. I'm not. There are men that I go out with and they get it and they understand it because they have this, they're on my level. They feel exactly the same way. I deserve someone like this. I want somebody like that. I want somebody that understands this. I want somebody to understand that. And then the other times you're having that very same conversation with someone, they'd be like, well, how do you, how do you want that? Like, well, what makes you think you deserve that? When you're having those types of conversations with people, you have to remove yourself. Enjoy the rest of the night. Sip on your little drinks. Have your finish the conversation. When it's over, why would you go out with them a second time? Y'all just went out for cocktails. That's it. Yeah, just let it go. It's You know, we're not on the same page. Oh, I had a good time. I had a good time last night. Um, you know, when are we going out again? I had a great time, too. I just don't think that that's a good idea. And move on. Never worry. No. Everybody ain't for everybody. That, I, have, I think, you know, I, I, and I and I don't think, and you know, and I, I could defend myself and say, you know, I'm not, I'm not men bashing. I mean, I literally just said there are great men out there that need support. But if you, as a woman, don't understand who to hold down, how you should hold someone down, and what that means, you're never gonna find them. You're never gonna find them. Then you have men who complain and say, "Well, I, I want a woman to hold me down. They're not holding." me down they're holding down bums as a woman sometimes women don't know what that means to hold hold you down so what do you need what do you require you know but i feel like men just sometimes are just not transparent enough or honest enough to have real conversations without always um hearing the wrong thing you know you have an opportunity when you're spending time with someone or getting to know someone to really be transparent and tell them what you need and what you're looking for and I think, you know, the same men that complain about, you know, being taken advantage of or, you know, buying somebody some food are the same men who just want to take you out for food. They just want to be in your space. They just want to go out with a woman that they think is attractive and buy her dinner. They don't want anything else because there's no transparency in these conversations. There's, it's none of that. So then you don't even know, you know, you don't know what kind of woman she is. You just, you just in your feelings when she eats and then doesn't want to be bothered. 
<laughs> and she's not receptive to you. She's not receptive to you unless you're feeding her because you're not feeding her anything that is affecting her spirit mentally. Mm. Nothing whatsoever. So then you're the same man who says, well, I can't get a woman to hold me down. Maybe maybe be more transparent and talk and have conversations so that, you know, you can get to know people a little bit better. Maybe you'll run into those women that you can hold down. And, and, and it's the same I feel about women. If you can find the right man to hold down, you'll be fine, too. <laughs> well, well, that's, that's a very interesting perspective. I'm not going to say I disagree with you. I, I just you. think that... <laughs> But but my thing is, I know that I know that being transparent, having having that communication is very important. I mean, like you said, that you know a person will be physically attracted to you; they want to get to know you, but they want to date you with food to death. Ooh. Like, yo, I do like to eat good food, but like, you can't think of nothing else. You you have to understand that eating. I have to eat to survive, right? <laughs> If you take me, no, if you don't take me to eat, I'm still going to eat. I'm still going to eat. Then you are, you know, asking these, when am I going to spend time with you? When am I going to see you? Maybe we can go grab something to eat. She's literally right in front of you. And granted, you can't give somebody 100% of yourself when on the first date. But when you are doing these food dates, you're just sitting and talking and chatting. That is your women are very receptive to any to most men who are talking and saying things and stating their intentions and, and talking about what they need. You know, I, I find that <clears throat> as I'm getting older, if, if I'm if I go out with a man a couple of times, if he I expect you within that first outing. Right, because we probably spoke on the phone a few times. So I'm expecting on that first outing for you to start stating your intentions. You know, talking about you know what you're looking for, what you want, what what you want to do. Like, have a real conversation with me. Don't waste this moment. Don't waste. I'm, time. I'm gonna ask you, and I know that I know that when we speak, we can't speak for. I can't speak for all men. You can't speak for all women. Okay. Do you think that? Do you do you think that um, most women just want a guy to be like, look, what you doing? This what we doing. Like, like he's not going to take no for an answer, and he's not going to, quote, unquote, give you that, not saying the option to, to say no, but he's going to lead. And what I mean is, what are you doing? Throw some clothes on. You ain't got to throw nothing fancy on. We going for a ride. And it could just be a ride maybe this like where we live at, maybe the South Jersey somewhere to enjoy the air, enjoy the skyline or whatever, and, and just come back you. up and talk. Absolutely. Do, Absolutely. So do you do you think more women prefer that type of guy or prefer the guy that just going to sit there and be like, what are we doing? They literally, first of all, we all hate the, what are we doing? We all hate the man that begs you to go out. And then he goes, so where do you want to go? We all hate that man. So not only have we only been on a date or two, but you're not taking the opportunity during the dates to really allow her to get to know you or really telling her what you want and what you're looking for. Like, and I don't know what people are waiting for, right? That's just like somebody dropping into your inbox all the time. Hey, beautiful. Hey, beautiful. Like, <laughs> Oh boy. Not the time. Oh, boy. oh boy, now we on a whole different right. subject. No, now. Seriously. 
the waste, the time that you're wasting trying to play it cool is the time that you're missing to state your intentions and see if this person would even remotely be on your page. So if you drop into somebody's inbox and you're super, super interested in her, just ask her for her phone number and say, I would like to get to know you. Can I have your phone number? Instead of wasting your time with the back and forth inbox. Once you get her phone number and you small talk, ask her out. At the date, that is your opportunity to ask her questions about herself. For you to tell her things about you. I want to be in, I'm looking for a relationship. I want to be in, whatever it is. If you're, and I'm talking about people that are serious. That are seriously looking, who, you know, are ready for love, want to be in love. It, you have to take those opportunities that when you're in front of somebody to tell them how you're feeling or what's going on. So you can stop making all of these mistakes. It doesn't take that long. Women who, you know, women, we're, we're ready. We want a man that takes charge. We want him to plan dates. We want him to know what he wants. You know what I mean? Like, say it, do it, get dressed. What are you doing? We've already been on a date. I got to take a ride. You want to come with me? Are you so, kidding me? So, so y'all don't want the cereal Wait, inboxing? Hey, so, my favorite line. That's a whole thing in itself. I call it the cereal inboxing. Y'all don't want the cereal inboxing? They have to stop it because, and you know what? I I feel like I don't know if it's made people because I know a lot of women that do it too. So I don't know if it's made people super super comfortable. But if you're, and, and that's how I can't. I have a hard time taking anybody in my inbox seriously because if you really want to get to know me, when are you going to ask me for my phone number? Like, what is this inbox thing we're doing? Just ask me for my phone number. Get out on a date. Have those conversations, state your intentions. You know, I, I remember once before we had somebody on the show and he was like, you know, I don't date. But he meets women and he spends time with them and they're just friends for a long time until he, maybe that works for some people. I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that with anybody. And I'm not going to be receptive to any man who does that. I'm, I, I know what I want. I know what I'm looking for. I know what I'm interested in. So you only get, you only got one, you get one date to say what you need to say to me and get it out and act like you got some sense or I'm just, or I'm just going to keep on moving on to the next one. Yeah. Nicole, Nicole had mentioned that she thinks a woman is looking for a man to take charge at times. And then Rita, Rita said, be assertive. Like, absolutely. Yeah, if you're <laughs> interested in me, what are you going to tell me? Though on the 20th time that you said, good morning, queen in my inbox. Cause that ain't happening. Cause now I'm going to ignore you. And I'm never gonna take you seriously, ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now we done. Now we done. I'm gonna send it to my friends in the group chat, and I'm now gonna we, say, this man didn't inbox me again this morning to tell some good morning, beautiful. If he don't go to hell, because I do this in at least two two groups, and we laugh and make fun. We we didn't discuss this. We don't discuss the serial inboxer. Well, so, <laughs> so the so the, so majority of women, you know, at, we're we're all about the same age generational age bracket. Like at this age, be assertive. Be like, yo, I'm coming through. Like, I like the reason why I ask that is 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 some guys know how to come through when they want to have sex or whatever, but they don't know how to just be assertive when it's time to. Do other stuff. What'd you say? I said some guys may not be may be assertive when they want to have sex. You calling oh. me at two o'clock in the morning talking about what you doing? 
I don't want instead of instead of being assertive when it's like other things like yo, just you know, maybe she just want to take a ride with you or something. But you know what I noticed too, though, and this is not all men because I think some men do this. The man who will not say, "Yo, get dressed, come take a ride with me, and let's hang out," is not the it's not the kind of man. The the other men who only call you to have sex with you don't want to be in a relationship with you. I feel like the men who are investing a little bit of more time, like you know, the one who works late. And he says, you know, I'm getting off late. How about meet me for dinner? I feel like that man is trying. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and even if you're not hungry, but like, well, I ate, but I still want to spend time with him and see him. You can go and have a drink and maybe an appetizer and just hang out with him because he's worked all day long, but he's still trying to spend time with you. You know, the man who has to run errands, but he also wants to spend time with you. And he said, well, get dressed, come take a ride with me. I got to ride to the city. Like, if you don't mind riding with me. That's the man that's trying. So we're not talking. I think those are completely two different, completely different men. I think those are different men. You know, those kind of men you can you can try with. You know, the the man who says to me, you know, I've been thinking about you, and I really want to get to know you, or I've been, or I want to spend time with you, or you know, I really like you. That's the man that I give energy and attention and time to because he's vocalizing that he likes me. And some people be like, well, how, how you know you, you know, I, I'm not ready to tell nobody that I like them, you know, that soon. Okay, well, you can go on and, you know, occupy somebody else's time. Because if you're not excited about spending time with me and being in my space, then I don't want to be in yours. It's nothing worse than a man begging me to go out. Oh, when we gonna take you out? You, I, you know, I think you're so pretty. I think you're so pretty. And I get on this date, and I got all dressed up to go on this date. I'm sitting across from you, and you're giving me nothing. You won't look me in my eye. You looking all around. Yeah, I'm mean to me to death. What would you say? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean me to death. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm mean so, me to death. Not complimenting me, not being pleasant, not being sweet. Don't smell good. Don't look good. And then half these jokes, half of those men want you to split the bill and go Dutch because he doesn't want to invest in a date. You know, he wants you to equally. I don't have to equally invest in shit, and I don't want to be with no man that need me to do that on the first date. I knew Dutch was going to make his appearance during this conversation. Dutch makes my Dutch is as makes my stomach. Told you. We about the same age, and I never heard of it before. Cause that my grandfather, if my grandfather, mm, I don't even want to get into it. I never even heard of Dutch until I became until I became an adult, and that's you know, of course, I was young, but I never heard my mother or you know or my grandparents or anybody talking about no Dutch. I've never even haven't even heard of that. So you know, I'm you know, I'm not I'm not doing that with nobody, but I'm not interested in dating nobody like that either. But anybody that's not interested in you for whatever reason, that's fine. That means that that person just is not for you. Quietly and kindly, politely move on and go find somebody so, on your level. So, so Julia, Julia asked it. Julia made a statement, which is interesting. I'm gonna ask a question off of her statement. So, do women like to be hunted? Uh, 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 uh. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Oh. oh. Wait till you see. Wait till you see the replay of this one, because your facial expression just now. <laughs> your facial I, expression just now. Let me tell you. I don't know the details in the hunting, but I've had bad experiences, right, with men, and and 
some levels of hunting, I guess. So I don't want to be hunted. I definitely want to be courted and pursued. And 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 I get she doesn't mean literally hunt. But I feel like a lot of men don't understand that either. They don't know what no means. They don't understand when somebody doesn't like them. And I've had men who have I've gone out with and I didn't really like them, right? They were okay. And they begged, begged, begged to go on another date. And I kept saying no, kept saying no, kept, and they refused to take no for an answer, even though he could hear my voice, see my body language, me telling him I'm not interested. Nah, come on, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like to, to, to be pressuring somebody that you can see that's not interested, I feel like you're never going to persuade them to fall in love with you. So what mm. kind of relationship are you looking yeah, Then there are that, some women that are busy, right? The hunt, the, the, the hunt does turned into a stalk. I'm not available this week. Right, so I could be like, I'm not available. I'm super, super, super busy. All right, well, you know, all right, I'll check again. A man that keeps checking because he really wants to spend time with you and 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 knows you're busy, I feel like that's a pursuit. But then I feel like you don't even have to keep asking me. You can send me flowers and show me you're interested. You know, you can send a card. You can send flowers. You can send candy. You can do nice things to say, you know what? I know she's busy. I want to spend time with her, but she's not available. Let me send her a kind gesture. I think that's where men fall short. They don't know how to court a woman. And when you have women who are busy, business owners, you know, mothers, all kinds of things, when a woman isn't interested in you, it's something completely different. But women that want to spend time with you, but, but really just don't have all of the luxury because of life and kids and whatever else, those are the men that should spend a little bit of, you know, sending flowers is $50. That's your money. I believe. I believe most women will tell a guy if they're not interested. I believe that too. I believe that too. That's why when it's, it 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 kind of makes me cringe when I hear men say, you know, that a woman uh, used him for dinner. I feel like you know, you know, and you were hoping that if you got her out and fed her, she'll go out with you. I feel like it's a setup. I feel like because <laughs> because it's the only thing you've ever offered. You don't offer anything else. It's not like you're like, let's go see a play. Or let's go to the museum. Or how about there's an Italian festival in Brooklyn. Let's go and walk around and get snacks and shit. You don't, you're not talking about doing nothing like that. You just want to go get something to eat. I feel like you just want company. So these men that yeah, just, about being taken advantage of over some food, I, I think they'd be knowing it. I think I, I think I just get taken advantage of and really don't know no better. I blame the people in your circle because when you want to pursue and attract a woman, you you don't keep ask who wants to eat send us something i think at a different at a, at a different age dinner dinner is so much uh when we're younger dinner is more symbolic now it's like nothing to break bread with somebody like yes we're gonna eat like yeah if you ain't if you ain't going to eat with your friends male or female something is wrong like right. that's what we do right. so i don't think that a, a, i know that some people put significance in eating as a date but I wouldn't. But they don't even be talking about like brunch. Like I take me where they got bottomless mimosas. You want to impress me? <laughs> take me to brunch. I love me some brunch. Take me to brunch. Take me to lunch. Take me. Take me out in the daytime. You know, do something. But then again, like, like I said, I don't. I, I think these are different types of men. I don't think those men who only want to take you to get something to eat. 
I don't, I honestly don't think that they're interested in a real relationship because I think that they would invest in you better than that. I just really, mm. really do. And, and I hate, and I've had, I've, I've talked about the type of men that I date and then I get a lot of backlash. Like I'm making it up with some shit or like I'm, you know, living in um, fairy tale land. You know, I feel like men who are really interested in you will come up with, you know, better things. And I dated a guy not, um, a while ago who was like, well, you know, you plan better dates than me. So, you know, I just let you come up with the dates. And I was like, you know, I, I don't want to always have to come up with the dates. Like, you, what what do you That's not... want to Yeah, what do you want to experience with me? Plan that. And then, I, I you know, you, you quickly learn that they don't want to experience anything with you. And that's the same man that only wants to go out to eat with you. He doesn't want to experience anything with you. He doesn't want to do anything special with you. He that's not the only wants to go out to eat. And that's not that's not the assertive, assertiveness that uh, most women would expect from a man. Expect that man to be like, like I said, right. what you doing? Throw something on. Take a ride. First um, of all, it's fall. Wine tasting is off the hoof. There are all kinds of outdoor eating places with fireplaces, beer tastings, wine tastings. Pay attention, man. Flower picking. Um, pick your own flowers. Bring your own scissors. The shit's so goddamn cheap, and the flowers last two weeks. Like, there's so many activities to do right now. It's unbelievable. We just got out of being quarantined for months, so we missed the whole summer. So here we are in the fall. So it's cigar time, it's whiskey time, it's all of these different things that you can do and you can converse and get to know each other over all of this stuff. And if you want to go and get something to eat because you're hungry, go ahead. Because people got to <laughs> eat anyway, right? But in the meantime, plan something else to do. Yeah. Beer gardens everywhere. The botanical gardens is open. The fall the fall leaves are, are everywhere. The, the, the Oh my God, let me not tell nobody. I don't want to run into nobody I'm going to see. Because I plan to be at the Botanical Gardens um, in the next week to look at all the pumpkin designs. So if you see, quiet. if you see it, don't ask out on the date. If you see me, I'm gonna be on the date. Oh, pay attention. That's how they roll. So, 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 look. We started the conversation out with um, holding down the wrong people. Holding down the wrong person. And we kind of veered off, which was good, because this is where the conversation takes us. So when do you think, I know everybody has a different time limit. I mean, do you, how can I say this? Do you think that holding them down, like even in the, in the, in the post, yeah, hold them down as a friend? Yeah, I think that's the best thing you can do. I think that's the best thing you can do. I really, really do. Like, First of all, most men tell me that when they're dealing with something or they're going through something, they don't want to have sexual relationships. Like they're not turned on to be, they don't want to even have sex, right? That's what I was told. So remove sex from the equation, you know, be more of a friend. Maybe you can help them with some resources or something, you know, remove yourself and, and, and stop investing in somebody that needs your help romantically you know at that moment it's time for you to to invest if you're going to invest in someone do it as a friend and help them from a friend's perspective yeah i know i know i know of certain situations where um guys came home and, and certain women was there for them mm -hmm. helped them get on their feet helped them get a uh, 
you know, their CDL. And, and they just got on their feet, and a lot of the guys that that have been in that situation, they always felt like um, they owed that particular female or females something, even though their relationship was just a friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, because usually, when a when a when a man needs help, it's because he had an interruption, right. as I like to say, an interruption in his life. Something may have happened. And he may just need that uh, the moral support. He may just need, you know, even if he was away, he may have just needed a letter from a female. Like, look, this was what's going on. I got you, but this is what you need to do for yourself. Right. Or somebody got laid off. Like, maybe you can make a connection or, you know, introduce him to some, you know, some, 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 you know, minute, you know, that, you know, might be working somewhere, FedEx or UPS or, you know, longshoremen, whatever. Like, maybe you can, uh, you know, assist them in, in a different type of way, you know, be, be helpful, be, be, um, be supportive, like a friend, you know what I mean? Like, I've had men say, let's be friends. And I think to myself, my friends are really my friends and they really, really hold me down and I would do the same for them. So when you talk about being my friend, you know, you don't really want to be my friend. So I'm very picky. I'm I'm particular when men say let's be friends, but I've had, you know, male friends that have fallen on hard times and I've done the best that I can. So you have to, I think that, I think that a lot of, a lot of people are in relationships and they're not friends with the person they're in the relationship with. Right. They're like, not their friend. They're not their friend. They're just in a relationship. This is a situation. You pay this bill. I pay this bill. We have sex. This, that, third. But other than like your friend, friend. Um, right. like, and this is why. Say, you know, I want, I've had people, I've heard people say, I want to be friends with my significant other before we be getting a relationship. And I find that to be difficult. I feel like when you're with the right significant other, your friendship builds from the moment you begin to date. You know, you share things, you're transparent with one another. You know, when you're dealing with something that's stressful or hard, you talk about it, you talk it out with each other, you say encouraging things to each other. You know, the relationship doesn't end and stop with dates and um, a physical connection. You know what I mean? If When you're not well, when you're, when you're not feeling well, you're feeling sick, I can come out and drop you off something. Like, being a real friend, I think friendships develop. Like, I can meet somebody, a, a, a girlfriend through another girlfriend. And immediately we hit it off. And the friendship develops. I feel like that's the same thing when, you're, when you have romantic relationships. If you want to have, if you want your significant other to be your friend, you have to work on that friendship from the beginning. The friendship and the romantic relationship should coincide. It should be able to 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 run neck and neck and constantly be on a friend, you know, wave often, all the time. And then people yeah, have romantic relationships and they're not friends, it's because you never do a lot of people don't think that that's healthy. They don't want to be friends with a significant other. So they don't build a relationship with them during the dating process. They it's just physical and dates. Yeah, I got a I got an older friend that I'm cool with. Um he's in his mid sixties. His wife is in her early fifties, mm-hmm. and they um, when they met each other, they didn't they didn't have no sexual relationships for for eighteen months until they got married. Okay. And that and that was a vow that he sought after a two year relationship. I mean, a, that was a, that was what he sought after like a a 10, 15 year marriage that went bad. 
and he said the next woman that he marries or the next woman he meets and he chooses to marry, he's not going to have no sexual relationships with her until they get married. And they actually been married for about five years now, six years, and their their marriage is doing good. And he always talks about how he really got to meet his soulmate. But do you see? But do you see the difference is he didn't say I just want to be your friend, and then maybe later on we can develop a relationship. He had enough sense to know that I can have a romantic relationship with you and learn to be your friend at the same time. The only difference is he removed the sex. A lot of men, I'm not going to say a lot of men, I feel like people who don't have intentions on being in relationships, they entice you with the maybe we can be in a relationship if this part works out. And I feel like that, I feel like, you know, and I feel like a, for a person who's ready for a relationship, you need to learn and understand when that's not for you. I know that I'm not building no relationships with no man for 18 months who has no intentions on marrying me or being in a relationship with me. You want to be my friend? You Then, we, then we're going to be in a relationship and we're going to build this relationship and friendship in this at the same time. I'm perfectly okay with removing sex. I'm that's I, I, that's fine. It's that's like I call it the, I call it the trick bag. It's like the the bait and switch game. Like just say what you want. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. A lot of, I know, a lot I of the fact that I can't be in a relationship with somebody who doesn't want to <clears throat> um, build a friendship with me. Like I've met men and we've dated for say a couple of months, and they'll be like, you know, I just I feel like. Um, you know, you're, you're a really good friend and they be wanting more romance from me. And I be telling them like, you know, you want me to be in love with you. You have to, that's the part you have to work on because you, you showing up to the show with nothing, but I'm gonna be a good friend. Cause I'm, I'm just, I'm just like that. So if you can't get, if you, if from what we're building, if you don't feel the romance, then we not, we not, this ain't gonna work and it's fine. Let's all just move on, but I'm not gonna do anything extra because I'm I am who I am. And then I meet men who'll be like, Oh my god, you're so amazing. And I'll be like, ah, see, there it is. That's the one. Even if it doesn't work out, <laughs> even if it doesn't work out, <laughs> but even if it doesn't work out like later on, like after a couple of months or a few weeks or whatever, from the beginning, he knows. He's like, That's it. That's it. Yeah. Like you know, you're everything. You're you're you you encompass everything, and then you have other men that be looking for something else. If you're looking for anything else from me, buddy, I'm not wasting wasting my damn time and energy yeah, on your and ass. it's okay. Like I I move on gracefully. It's okay. Like, and they be like, no no no. Well, maybe we could try. No no no. We ain't trying nothing else. You said it. I said it. I believe it. We feel it. I, I, you can't. I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a puppy. You can't train me to be something else to do something different. So if you ain't feeling it and I ain't feeling it, let's just move on. You can't teach me nothing new. Well not when I meet men that be like you the one. Like how how I how I meet you, we a weekend and I'm the one. I'm it. I'm the shit. Them the kind of ones I want. I want them kind that like me from the door. They they ain't playing no games. No, none. I like them kind. I'd be like, yes. I'm feel, I know it. I know what you're feeling. I get it. So, the um, is there anything else you'd like to add, Shakita? No, I think I'm all added out. 
I'm all, I definitely miss you and Keisha and us going off about politics and stuff. We gotta jump on one day and start going off. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna probably do something. Um, maybe after the next presidential debate, if if election Ryan, election election night, we might just do a show during the election. Or maybe like the day before. So, so your next show is October twenty eighth. Do you know? Do you have the subject on? You want to give I us a tease no on what you're going to talk about? That's like two days before my birthday. Oh, we're going to talk about that. I mean, uh, you know, do, I have, a, I'm going to do a. I have a basket to give away. Um, I have a basket to give away with some good stuff in it, some candles. I'm going to add a gift certificate for um. Uh, Who's 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 gonna do that? You know, I got a message you, Shakita or Sweetest Charlie. Shakita. Okay. I'm, who's Sweetest Charlie? It's gonna have um, it's gonna have a gift certificate in it from um, Forever Young by Toshiba, um, and it's gonna have a gift certificate for um, Layla Love with a K Brown massage. Um, I have some other self um care items in there, some masks, some good lotions, and I got a nice donation from one of my um, customers, a candle from um, my fall candle line. So okay. it's going to have some black business stuff in it so I can do the giveaway that day and then we can figure out something to talk about. Okay. That's October 28th, two days before her birthday. So uh, Is that make sure. Three days. Three days before my three birthday. Three days. Right? Yes. So, so make sure you guys join us if you can, and um, we look sh we look forward to Shakita speaks. Y'all know she's strong with her opinions, so you know. And I don't she... care how nobody feels about it. <laughs> don't don't let her fool you. She had she had the facial expressions jumping today, so we know she, <laughs> we know she was into into um into the show as well. Um, Shakita, we appreciate you and um. Thanks for joining us tonight, and Thank thanks you for your show. It was really in, uh, informative. Yeah. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Good night. <sighs>